Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, everybody, man. Welcome back to Protect the Shell. Man, I love this episode right here, man, because we getting right into the trenches with my guy. You know what I mean? You know I'm a trench guy. You know I played in the trenches, man. You know, I, I still feel like my face should be in front of this O-line meeting room, but it's all good, man. At least give it to my guy, Joel McNair. But, man, that's besides the point, man. It's all love, man. But, man, today, man, we got DJ Glazer coming up on the show today, man. Offensive lineman, right tackle. I ain't quite, I ain't quite play right tackle. I play left tackle. My guy Damian Prince played when I played. But this guy right now holding it down for Talia, man, keeping this guy upright, man. This guy been having a great year all year, man. A guy, man, I'm excited to hear from, man. So y'all sit tight, man. Right after this uh, intro, you about to see my guy come right up here. Was great, got better, and basically being faster, stronger, powerful, and being more explosive. And now I'm out here competing and having fun. Running behind that fine offensive line, Derwin Graves did a great job tonight. With all the guys I played with, that was a fun experience being a part of, so I had fun with it. It's definitely been fun, man, so I appreciate all the coach staff, what they've done for me. Maryland's been a great school for me. DJ, man, welcome to the show, brother. What's up, man? How you doing? Appreciate you having me. Man, I'm happy to have you, man. Like, you the guy, man. Finally, my first offensive lineman, man, to get on the show all year, man. And uh, Well, yeah, from the team currently, man, all year, man. I had Ellis McKinney uh, early on the year, man. But uh, he don't count. He don't play anymore. But, man, first of all, man, how you feeling, man? How your body feeling? Uh, man, I'm, I'm not feeling too bad. I'm feeling pretty good, you know, during the later part of the season. That's when you really start to feel it, so. Yeah, I already know, man. Legs start getting a little, little more stiff, man. And uh, those time, man, treatment, man. You say, man, I'm in treatment. I said, hey, that ain't a bad place to be because Brian gonna take good care of you, dog. He took good care of me back in what 2014 when he was there the first time, man. Brian is a great, awesome guy, man. Uh, the facility I got is top notch, man. So there's no, no excuses, man, why you guys can't be great, man. And uh, I got everything in front of you. So, man, we're gonna, we're gonna dive into a little bit of man of. Man, where you come from, man? A little bit of who DJ is, man. First of all, man, do the people for the people that don't know, do you like to be called DJ or Delmar? Yeah, I like to go by DJ. DJ is cool, you know. Uh, so you know, everybody can call me DJ. But uh, <laughs> uh, I was I was originally born in Beaufort, South Carolina. Uh, okay. We moved to Charlotte, North Carolina um, when I was a little boy, about what, two, three years old. So. Uh, started playing football when I was four. Yeah, uh, you know, and then been doing it ever since. Uh, played high school ball at West Mecklenburg in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, you know, and unfortunately, got two ACL injuries in my high school career. But mm. you know, that's something I had to work through. And you know, yeah. everything happened for a reason. So that taught me a lot. You know, and, and it helped yeah, me get through. Hey, no, nah, for sure, man. Uh, playing the trenches, man, is a tough, tough position, man. And uh, I think I had back in Maryland what um, I don't think I, I don't count a broken finger as a as a as an injury, but uh, I think I tore my labrum once in spring ball, and the year after tore my other labrum, and then my junior year tore my ACL, MC, everything in my right knee. So, I mean, yeah. hey, I know, I mean, hey, football is a tough sport, man, and, and still found some way to get drafted out of Maryland. You know what I mean? So. 
And, hey, it, it can happen, man. And um, one thing you said, man, was continue to push forward and push through it. And um, definitely in this game of football, you're going to need that, dog. So, man, how was growing up, man? And um, you made a transition from South Carolina over to North Carolina, man, and to Charlotte, man. How, how was growing up in Charlotte for you? Oh, uh, man, it was – it was it was great. It was fun. Uh, you know, my parents told me they moved us down there, you know, for more opportunity. Like I was saying, in South Carolina, you know, it's small. It's, it's not much there. So, yeah, uh, we moved to Charlotte, you know, with a lot more resources, a lot more places. You know, my parents really put us in position, you know, to me and my siblings to where we can, you know, explore and, and be great at what we do. So, you know, sure. it was definitely fun, you know, meeting people who, who have your best interests at heart. Uh you know, and, and people who helped me grow to who I am today and get to where I am today. For sure, for sure, man. That, that's great, man, and uh, that you talked about your parents, man. And uh, I know that, I mean, when I think about inspiration growing up, man, and, um, I will ask you this question. What inspired you to, like, play ball? What inspired you to even want to go hard and do what you want to do? I think I know the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <you> know, <laughs> it was my parents, you know. Like I said, my parents, man, they – you know, like I said, getting us out of South Carolina, getting us into Charlotte, where I have the opportunity to play on a bigger stage. Uh, you know, that's that's just something. You know, I I, I feel like I want to pay back to them. So you know, I'm grinding yep. every day to to do that for them. And then I I, I guess if I would say right now, it'd be my little brother. He he looks up yep. to me, so I'm trying to I'm trying to show out for him. Show him, you know, he can play football, basketball, whatever you want to do. All you gotta do is work for it. So, yeah, uh, for sure. My little brother. That's 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 dope, man. And uh, how old your little brother is, bro? He he just turned eight in August. So okay, okay. I know he probably look at you like a hero, man. And uh, so so how you how your family like it, man? Now that you playing college part. First of all, before we jump the floor, jump the gun. What brought you to Maryland, man? What made you want to come play for the Terps, man? What were some other offers you had besides the Terps? Uh, so. Like I said, I had the two knees, the two knee injuries in, in high school. So you know, when people see that, they're like, "Ah, we don't know." Uh, so I had like App State, FIU, okay. uh, you know, a couple of those schools, and you know, Maryland was the, you know, a Big Ten school. They said we're gonna take a chance because locks. Uh, they said we're gonna take a chance on you, man. We we don't care about no injuries. We just want smart, tough, reliable guys. For sure. and, you know, that, that was something I'm like, okay, they they look past those injuries when a lot of other people didn't. Yeah, Why not? for sure. And try to show up, you know what I'm saying? So, for sure. uh, that was definitely something that brought me here. That was something that, that you know drew me closer to here. Like, they're taking a chance on me. Let me go grind and work and see what happens. No, nah, for sure, Baron. I, hey, like I said, injuries is, is always gonna be part of the game, man. It's nothing that's it's, it's almost inevitable. You can't, you all you can do is give yourself a chance by doing the small things like treatment, stretching, eating right, sleep, those things they preach about 24-7. But uh I mean football is a contact sport, bro. And things gonna happen, man. But the tough ones get through it. The tough ones find a way to 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 fight through those things, especially if it's it's if it's able to be fought, you know what I mean? If you right. broke everything, then of course you gotta sit down. But if it's a sprain, we gotta figure out a way to go go play through that. Um, man, what's one? What's one of the most memorable, memorable games or memorable moments in sports, man? Early on, I would say through high school before we got to college. Uh, through high school, I would say uh, it was one game where I think the App State coaches were at the game. You know, doing their scout or whatever. For sure. And I remember um, I had, I made a big play. It was like a screenplay. Uh, we was talking to club, so I clubbed somebody in the back. He went flying. 
Then I went out on the screen. Then I ran somebody out of bounds. And then I just thought of uh, side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you playing? Left, what you playing? Left tackle or right tackle? Left tackle. Okay, okay. Left tackle. Then the, uh, the after State coaches they left after that. They were like, "Call me after the game." So I'm like, "Dang!" Wow. And then my uh, my head coach at the time he came up. He said, "Congratulations, you got an offer." I'm like, wow. "Dang!" Like, and that was one of the moments I was like, "Dang!" Like, I just did that, and yeah, you see what happened. Like, that's all they needed to see. Man, yeah, that's crazy. So, so was you a camp guy, man? Was you a guy that did a lot of camps, man, like, to get offers or get looks? Or was you kind of like, man, I'm going to let my film speak and just let it just roll from my film, you know what I mean? Uh, I did a couple of camps. I did well, I, I did a good amount of camps because, you know, uh, everybody want to – you know, a lot of the best players are going to be at the camp. So For sure. definitely. on these one-on-ones and get these looks or whatnot. So, yeah, I did a good amount of camps. Uh, yep. Nothing too crazy, but I definitely did them. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm just saying, man, because I, I, I lived and died by the camps, bro. The film was cool, <laughs> but but when you went to those cramps, man, those rivals camps, those 24 7 camps, those uh -huh. um uh rivals top 100 challenges, those camps I was called in the lap, man, bro, I was dead. Yeah, cause yeah. I felt like, man. At the time, you're gonna see Nick Bosa there. I mean, at the time, it was Joey Bosa. You're gonna see Joey Bosa there. You're gonna see all those guys, man. All the guys you see on Sunday now playing. You will see all those dudes at the camp, Ruben Foster, all those dudes. So I'm like, man, I'm trying to be at this camp because that's the camp where you're gonna make your money at. So that's why I always ask guys, man, like, yo, camp guy, man, I, I feel like camps is the way, man. That's the way to get easiest way to get scholarships because it's so much. Um, internet is the main source, man, of of of, of things that's driving recruiting and things like that. Man, I feel like if you can. Get through these those like websites like uh was twenty four seven sports at the time and uh rivals and all that stuff like that. If your name is trending and stuff like that. I mean scouts. I mean scouts want to see that. You know what I mean? And that's how I felt like for me it was like only way I can get out this hood, this trenches of DC, bro. Like I gotta find a way to get to these camps, dog. And right. that's how I was. So I was like, man, I ain't got no paper for it. So only thing I can do is I gotta go show out. Go go beat somebody up in one of these local camps, get invited to something bigger, and keep getting invited to bigger. So I, so I got invited to like Nike openings and all that, man. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. but man, that that that's probably one of the probably for me, man. Probably was my wave, man. And uh, trying to find a way to get into school, man, because I ain't had no grades. I ain't had man, boy, man. I could tell you some stuff, boy. <laughs> I ain't had no grades, no nothing. Locks to tell you, locks and that thing calling me every day. You went to school today, day? You went to school today? I missed it, man. Or drive over from college park, come pick me up. You gonna take me to school, man? Right. <laughs> Crazy, uh -huh. crazy, man. So, so uh, you said, man, some of your biggest influences in your life with your mom and parents and things like that, man. Um, battling through these uh, through surgeries and injuries back to back, man. Uh, some schools turned their head, and Locks was a guy that said, "I believe in you, man." You finally came to College Park, man. How much? How much? Respect do you have for Locks, man, as a coach and as like just a regular father figure away from home? Oh man, definitely a lot of respect. Like the first thing he'll tell you is like I'm not just here to teach y'all how to play football. I'm teach y'all how to I'm here to teach y'all how to be men. Like I feel like that's needed today. Like like you don't you don't you don't just need a coach that's gonna try to drill you and you know just yeah put football, football in your head. Like you need somebody who's gonna tell you like, hey man, like nah, that's not what we need to do. We need to do this, like you know, one day you're going to be a father. One day you're going to be a husband, you know, like somebody looking up to you. So, like, yeah. you know, the, the football part is big, but he also, you know, harps on, like, I'm I'm trying to teach y'all how to be more than a football player. I'm trying to teach y'all how to be a man. And then, sure. you know, 
the football piece is there. Like, you know, he's he knows, you know, the game in and out. So, you know, just listening to him, he can tell you like just little things that you you know you might need to hear that help you improve. So, you know, definitely a lot of respect for him both ways. Uh, you know, just listening to him, gaining knowledge and information. No, nah, for sure, man. Locks is definitely a father figure, man. He, he gonna irritate you sometimes, but I'm telling you, he gonna be in practice. He gonna ride you. You get beside. He gonna be calling your name, screaming like, "What's up, dog? Like, wait, wait, what you doing, dog? Like, he gonna hit you with that. You know what I mean? But overall, man, I think Locks is probably has been one of the most influential coaches for us on a professional setting. I will say professional setting, man, starting with college because you gonna have those high school coaches that you connect with a little different from college because those guys are not getting paid. To coach right. those guys work at a school they're getting paid from school to school district but these right. guys get paid salary to coach you guys in college so it's more of a business like they don't coach and win they get fired so right. it's like the relationship is more based on what you can do for me you know what i mean but locks never gave me that feeling when i was at least when i was there or like is listening to you speak he never gave you that feeling either as well like oh this is about a check like i'm just trying to win but he always tried to preach what it is to be a man man what it is like those morals those those things you need to do as a man to be a successful man in life and a football player and um locks like i said locks has always been a, a great individual funny story about locks man um I think I was failing, man. I think I was failing one of my classes at Maryland. I was on academic probation, bro. Like, and um, I just moved from the varsity in the view all the way up the street, passed by Buffalo Wild Wings, all the way up Route One, going towards Laurel. And um, uh, I moved in with, with my little, with my, with my old lady at the time, my old lady, my baby mama. Now moved me and her moved in together, man. I'm on some big boy status, bro. But my grades is under 2.0, man. This dude locks, man. How much? I thought it was some wild stuff for him to do. But this to show how much Locks care about his players and want to be successful. He DM'd my baby mama at the time and say, hey, your boy is failing. He has under 2.0. We're getting ready for a bowl game. This dude don't fix his grades. He will not be eligible for playing the bowl game. And I'm just like, bro, you could have just told me that, bro. Like, this first of all, it's right. embarrassing, bro. You did DM my lady about this, man. And uh, at the time, DM my lady about this, man. You could have just told me that, bro. But uh -huh. he tried to go the extra mile to figure out a way to plan to figure out how I could get some help because I'm not going to class. Those the class checkers there. I don't care about the 6 a.m. workouts. I'm a kilos. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? I went off the chain. It was just like, as a college guy, man, sometimes you be stuck in your ways. And, mm -hmm. I, and my advice to you, man, just stay grounded, man. Stay, stay, stay in the moment, man. And, and keep like I keep hearing y'all guys say to keep the main thing, the main thing, man. Which the win games, man, be a perfect steward, man. And uh. You know what I'm saying get drafted, bro. That's it. That's all that's in your mind. Get paper. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and all, all the guys that I came in with, you know, maybe heard of, maybe heard of Yannick and Gawkway, guys like us, man. We all came in together, man. And uh, our main thing was just get drafted, bro. <laughs> Do I think get drafted, bro? But and so sometimes football, sometimes class used to slip my mind, bro. And like all I cared about was getting drafted, bro. Make sure I see it on the field, bro. And everything else take care of. So. But it was the opposite, man. Like I would kill, I would dead. Dead wrong in class, bro. Like dead wrong, bro. Dead wrong. But that's crazy. That's a quick story, man. That boy locks locks to do anything, man, to make sure that his guys get right. So now, man, first of all, how's your family like in the transition from? Uh, I want to say the transition because y'all state that your parents are still live in North Carolina. Yeah, they're still there. So how how they like in the environment, man? When they come up to college, pop, man, come up Route One, man, and, and come see you play, man, and the environment, man, the fans, y'all coming out the shell. Like how 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 do they like it, man? Oh man, they love it, man. They they you know they uh go to a little pre tailgate with all the parents and stuff before the game. You know they they made oh, wow. their connections and whatnot. 
Oh, wow, they come to every game, so uh, man, they love it, man. They they feel like you know this was the best choice, the best place. Uh, you know they they love the atmosphere. You know meeting new people, new parents, and you know just coming up to watch the game. So you know it's nothing but positive feedback for them. They love coming up here. Uh, like I said, they come to every game, so <laughs> that should Definitely. tell you right there. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. We won't get we won't move into the next part of this, man. That, that's definitely dope that your parents, man, love that, man. The next part that we're gonna talk about just being inside the new building, man. Was you able to experience the old building, Gossett? I yeah, think I was maybe in Gossett for one year. For, or yeah, one, one year. year. Uh, one one year. year. Man, how was Gossett, man? That that, that <laughs> locker room downstairs, man. How was that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, you know, some old memories of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, definitely older. Uh, like you know, comparing it to to what we at now, you know, you, you can see the difference. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, it, like the, it, the wooden it, lockers or whatnot. Man, we had the wooden lockers, bro. The wooden <laughs> lockers, and it, it was even worse than that when I first came to school, like 2013. It was even worse than that, bro. Like they had just built those wooden lockers. We thought that was lit, bro. Like, right. what? Then we had they built the little cubbies with our name, and then we could pull the thing out. I have a workout shoes. Like, oh, we lit. And then right. we see what you got. And I'm like, ah, oh, we ain't nowhere yet, bro. The boys had it all, man. But, but yeah, man. I was like, want to know, man. What's the like, how how you feel about, man? Just just seeing the the evolution of Maryland program, man. And uh, a lot of you probably see a lot of recruits coming through. A lot of recruits considering that. What are some people tell the recruits, man? It, if you had the opportunity to tell any recruit that's considering Maryland, man, one thing about the program. Uh, you know, I would tell them like, you know, people. People are taking it serious. Like they're building this uh, building. You know, you got plenty of resources. You know, so now it's just about you know putting in the work to compete with you know the the top guys. Uh, you know, the Georgias, the Penn State, Ohio States, the the Michigan. So you know, just just telling them like you know we can build something special here. We have you know all the resources, all the the people to to help you be successful. So you know, why not Maryland? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Why not? Yeah, yeah, that's a big word. Why not? Why not us? And, and that's one thing my old line coaches say. His name was uh, Dave Borbley. He's always say, why not us? Why not us? And, I, and he was a, he's one of the old line coaches that came there. He, we went through five old line coaches, by the way, when I was there. And uh, he's always to say, why not us, fellas? Why not us? And I remember Ellis McKinney, he'd be busting out laughing because he had like, some type of stuff with his eyes. I think it was called glaucoma or something like with his eyes. His eyes stay red and watery all the time. And it looked like uh -huh. he's crying. He could barely see a little bit. And yeah. um, he's always just be saying, why not us? And uh -huh. it's funny we laughed about it, but as you bring it up right now, it's dead true. Like, why not Maryland, bro? Like, back then, Maryland was always losing. We was losing. Every every week, we was a pushover. Every week, guys couldn't wait to play us to, to build their stats. Like, Michigan couldn't, couldn't wait to come in town and play against us and they run some flea flicker play and everybody be in the backfield. They throw a bomb deep wide open. Like they couldn't wait to do that. You know what I mean? When I guess when I was there with Sean Gurry and those guys, they couldn't wait to do that, man. They couldn't wait to get a sack on Tyrell Pigram or whoever was back there at quarterback. They couldn't wait because they felt like Maryland was a pushover. And we saw every year used to always be almost kind of how we talk about the Washington Redskins or the what do they call the Commanders now. Every year, it's like, oh, this is the year the Skins gonna do good. This is the year the Skins gonna be great. This uh, Commanders gonna be good this year. And every year, it end up going being trash. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, this is the year Maryland's gonna be good. And every year, and I was there, we end up being trash. And it was like, well, what do we got to do to be better? You know what I mean? And finally, seeing you guys progress, man, and take the right steps, man, and starting off five and no, that was a huge accomplishment, man. Y'all. 
I don't think Merlin ever started out that since 2001, man. That's a crazy stat, man. It's going to start out 2001. Yes, I had some yeah. bumps right now. Yeah, I had some bumps. But that's part of football, ups and downs, man. And y'all found a way to get a victory last week. But before we get to that, man, we're going to talk about Kevin Glover. KG. KG in the building, right? Uh, yeah. KG, KG is a pivotal guy, man. I think KG is a guy that um, played the game at the highest level, man. How 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 do you utilize KG, or have you ever utilized KG in a way that you can use his football knowledge to help you improve your game? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, like I said, KG, ton of football knowledge. Uh, came through Maryland, got drafted, played with played with the Lions. Uh, you know, you know, like KG is he's a guy that he's gonna sit back. He's not really gonna say much, but like if he's talking, you know, people are gonna listen. Like. People sure. will listen and, and take what he's saying seriously. So, like, uh, it's something as little as, like, he's been to the NFL, right? So, he's like, hey, like, why y'all stop running off the field early right there? Like, you know, just those little things, like, that's going to help you when you get to the next level. Or, like, hey, you got to, you know, come off the ball this way or whatnot. So, so definitely, you know, listening to KG, KG whenever he says something, uh, you know, like I said, he's not going to say – too much, but you know when he talks, you know guys listen, guys take it seriously, and uh, you know he definitely helped people improve. So, yeah, man, KG one of the old heads, man. But he was there when I think he had just got back over to the football side, and uh, he's been a guy, man, that's just one of those smooth criminals, man. He walk through that thing, he don't say too much, and he just observed, man. He gonna handle the scouts, he gonna talk to the pros, pro guys, and stuff like that when you come through there, and and, and he gonna deliver the message, man. You always want to try to, you know, what I'm saying keep you in the loop of what things, what people thinking of you and things like that for scouting and everything. But most importantly, man, he has knowledge of the game, man, to help you, one, fundamentally get sound mentally and things like that. He, yes, he can't step on the offense line coach toes and start to coach you out there because he had to be his role, which he's been hired for as player development. But at the end of the day, he always can give you tidbits, man, especially if you want it. But uh, KG, man, is a pivotal guy. I just wanted to know exactly, like, do you utilize him? Is he a guy's walk past every day? What up, KG? You know what I'm saying? You see him in his little vest and his big blue jeans and his <laughs> Under Armour shoes on, <laughs> popping his gum, whatever the case may be, and his KG, uh, you know what I mean? Right, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, fact. Man, right, we're going to get into last week's game, man. We're going to talk a little bit about Nebraska. Man, what a tough what, – what, what a crazy game, man. Well, I got to say, what an up-and-down game that was, man. I know it had to be crazy, actually, to be in – Lincoln Memorial Stadium at that time, man, and uh, dealing with uh, the, the ups and downs, the two quarterback changes, Sims coming to games and the other quarterback coming to games. Like, bro, what are y'all going to play with, bro? Where Pick one, bro, so we can adjust, bro. Like, you know what I mean? But, man, talk a little bit about that game. How do you feel offensively y'all did like did that game? Uh, I feel like, you know, we definitely – we started out a little slower than we wanted to. Uh, you know, we really wanted to come in and – I guess say established the run. Uh, you know, that didn't really happen early like we wanted it to. So we kind of had to go, you know, through the air. But, uh, you know, in the second half, we started picking up the run more. I think we <laughs> I think we had zero at halftime, zero rushing yards at halftime, ended up with like 105. So, you know, it was, I guess it's not disappointing to say, but, you know, imagine if we played the second half how we played the first half. Could have had 250 on the ground, you know? So uh, Yeah, for sure. Just for trying sure. to clean up what? that execution piece. For sure. Man, DJ, I got to ask you, why, why Why do you think – why Why do you think y'all as a team continue to like all most – of, most of the year, I would say, besides one game I could think of, majority of the whole season was this 
coming up to be seven games coming up. So um, for the majority of the season, y'all started out super slow. Why do you think that? Besides Ohio State, the only game y'all came out swinging, first play. Besides that yeah. game, all the rest of the games y'all came out pretty slow. Why is that? Uh, you know, I just think it's a it's a it's a thing where like sometimes you're going, you know, ready to like let's go. Sometimes you're going trying to kind of feel your way around. Like you know your opponent, you know who you're playing, but like you're not sure exactly what they're going to do when you get out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, one thing we really got to focus on is. You know, we don't have to worry about who we're playing, what they're going to do. We just got to go do what we do, and that'll help right. us play play faster, start faster. Uh, like like you said, like in that Ohio State game, we knew, you know, we knew they were going to come in playing. We couldn't play around yep. with them. We didn't care what they yep. were going to do. So we tried to go out, throw the first punch, and keep swinging. And, you know, and that's so, what y'all did. Yeah. That was a hell of a game. That was a hell of a game. That Ohio State game was a hell of a game. Man, uh, y'all have some key factors, man. I feel like that's really coming along, man, late in this year, man, offensively. Now, I mean, defensively, I like I like a few guys on defense, but offense, I'm an offensive guy. And, of course, like I said, you don't call plays, so I can't really say, hey, DJ, why y'all didn't do this? But Because uh, I know, man, I've been on the helmet. I've been on the, I've been on the side of the shoes when I'm the guest on someone's show. So, you know what I mean? So, uh, my thing I would say is, man, y'all had a lot of guys coming up and making big plays as of late. You know what I mean? Guys that was inconsistent early in the year on paper, drop balls and things like that. Caden Prather. 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 That guy right there has become one of my favorite players on on, on the offense, man. And he, he, the reason why I say that because he showed flashes all year. And uh, I had Ellis McKinney come on earlier in the year. He's like, I like Prather, man, but my favorite guy to go to would be Corey Deitches. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I do like Deitches a lot, man. On, on third down, we hit the ball to, to, to Deitches. But I said something about number one. He don't win number one for a reason. He, I mean, number, we win number one for a reason, man. Everybody that number one have something about them. Right. The guys that I played with number one was Steph, Diggs, yeah. then DJ Moore. And all uh-huh. those guys was I'm not saying Prater Prater is nowhere near on the level of those two guys, but what but he is emerging to be something special, man, with those yeah. late game catches he doing. That third down catch, man, he caught man, oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. it was unbelievable, bro. Like I was like, that should have been on top ten. I don't know, sports in the top ten, bro. That was that was a hell of a catch, man. One yeah. to be laying out deep, laying out like that, catching the ball, possessing it, and tucking it away, man. And um Giving y'all guys a chance to move the chains, man, was phenomenal, man. What do you think of that guy, man? What do you think of Prather? Definitely a game changer. You know, like you're saying, definitely a game changer. A guy that, you know, you can put the ball up, he's going to find a way to go get it. Uh, we've seen a couple a couple really good, tough catches from him. So, uh, you know, definitely a guy that's going to work. Uh, he's going to go and get those tough grabs. So, you know, like you're saying, on the third down, when you know you need somewhere to go with the ball, it might be a good bet to you know get it to him and see what happens. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you know you can see it you know in practice. So you know and it translates over. So definitely a guy that that has the potential, like you're saying, to, to be one of those guys that's like, hey, let's let's get two on him at all times. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, for sure, definitely, man. Uh, man, y'all offensive line been playing pretty good, man. I looked at the statistics, man, so far. I know back when I played, I mean. I feel like our line was pretty good. I mean, we had me and I, I don't know if you heard of Damian Prince before. He played right tackle. Damian Prince was the right tackle, the left tackle. Uh, I feel like we played pretty good, but the stat she said otherwise that we was almost the uh, number one team or number two. We was in the top five teams in the country that gave up the most sacks. Right. It, it, it was horrible. You know what I mean? Um, 
we gave up a lot of sacks, man. I don't know why, but I mean, it could have been game plan, it could have been whatever, but I feel like we had the talent. But for you guys, you guys are not in that boat. You guys are sitting like in the middle of college football, you're probably sitting in middle, in the middle. Y'all yeah. gave up 20 sacks, 20, I think 22 sacks or 20 sacks this whole season, which is oh. great, man. Y'all, y'all guys did pretty good. Y'all doing pretty good. I think back when I played, I think we gave up like 49 sacks in one season. You guys only gave up 20 so far. Why? What, what do you think the key fact is, man, for you guys up front, man, keep being able to keep to lay up like that? Uh, You know, we, we just – we like to take pride in giving him time because we know how special he is and we know what he can do with the ball when he has time. So, I mean – you know, we don't we don't like to like I tell people all the time, we we know he can extend plays and get out of the pocket and do this and do that. But we also know what he can do when he's back there comfortable and he has yeah. time to look where he wants to go and get the ball there. So uh our main goal is to, you know, not make him run and scramble around, but let him sit back there and be comfort comfortable. And so man, I, I I credit like, you know, us knowing what we have back there to not giving up a lot of sacks and, and just taking pride in Keeping him him healthy because you know he's a baller. <laughs> you know everybody sure. knows he's a baller. Hey, you ain't lying about that. He's definitely a baller, man. Let me ask you this: as a tackle man, what's your favorite type of set, man? Are you a vertical set guy, or you a guy, or you a guy that like to go get him, like a forty five degree kind of go get him? Uh, I like I like both. It depends on who I'm playing. Now, if I'm playing a guy, all he want to do is run upfield. I'm gonna get back and get in front of him. But if I'm playing a guy that like, you know. That I know, like, he he has no business, like, you know, you're doing a move on me. I'm going to get on him now and shut it down. Yeah, for so, sure, you know, for sure. I like I like using both, switching it up, trying to keep the defenders off, off balance, you know, so they don't know what I'm doing. Definitely, definitely. Man, late game in the Nebraska game, y'all kind of found a way, man, to come move the ball down the field to get the late game field goal to win it 13 to 10. What was that feeling like in the locker room, man? Man, it was it was great. It was finally finally good to win one, uh, get back in the winning column after you know those four, four straight, straight losses, weeks, straight weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that never yeah. feels feels good to lose, especially you know some of we feel like we should have won. You know, just some critical things that kept us from winning. So you know, it definitely felt uh, great to win. You know, everybody was happy. The guys were happy. So you know, trying to trying to keep this feeling up. Yeah, for sure, man. What man? What was the conversation like pregame, man? Before that game started, man. What what was Locks' pregame message to you guys, or or whoever? It could have been Locks. It could have been a lead on the team like Jay Sean. It could be anybody. What was the message? Whatever the message was, who? What was the message? If who was it from before the game to get y'all ready for this game? Pregame. Uh, you know, I would say you know Locks was telling us like. Hey man, we we lost a couple, you know, a couple games. Like I said, a couple games we should have won. Uh, nobody's gonna give us nothing. We know that. We know when we when we go out and play each week, we're gonna have to fight for everything we get. For sure. Uh, you know, like a lot of people at the end of the day say hey, that's little old Maryland, but you know, our our thing is we're gonna we trying to change that. Like we're not little old Maryland. You know, we we come in here to play. We we're gonna do everything we have to do to show that, like, you know, we're here to play and compete. Uh, and that game was one, like, you know, we have to attack the details and attack the basics. Like, uh, a lot of people, you know, they, they like, they wait for us to make a mistake. And, like, we got to fix that. Like, if we take away some of the mistakes and turnovers and penalties we have, you know, then a lot of those games we we, we win. 
You know what I mean? You spoke so, a big you know, point about turnovers, man. And uh, as of late, I wouldn't say as of late, man, one consistent trend I've seen watching the games all year, man, and uh, has been the crazy amount of balls that's been on the ground. Not drop right. balls, but fumbles. Right. From Prater is a, is a huge victim of that. Huge uh-huh. uh, offender of that. I mean, uh, offender. Yeah, he's a huge offender of that, man. He's always dropping the ball. He's always putting the ball on the ground. He makes a lot of great moves in the ball and hits the ground. And uh, I would say he's the main guy that, that that puts it on the ground. But everybody has dropped the ball and put it on the ground this year. Man, why do you feel like – do y'all do y'all work enough ball security during the week? Are they, are they, are they doing the quarterbacks in the exchange 15 minutes before practice starts? Like, uh, what what is, what is that type of – you know what I'm saying – How's that been operated, man, during the week, man, to prevent all these fumbles, man? Because y'all fumbling the ball, fumbling the ball every week. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, you know, it's definitely something that's worked on and emphasized. But like I said, when you have, you know, guys that are playmakers, uh, you know, they want to make a play. They're going to they're gonna do everything they can to make a play and help the team. You know, sometimes, like, you know, things like that happens. Uh, you know, we try to, you know, work it and drill it to eliminate it from happening. But, you know, at the end of the day, you can't stop a playmaker from trying to make those plays. And, you know, yeah. sometimes that's the unfortunate things that come with it. Yep. But, uh, you know, just trying to crack down on that and focus on that. Uh, have everybody run into the ball. So, you know, in the case that that does happen, which we hope it doesn't again, you know, we have a good chance of recovering it. So, uh, yeah, we definitely drill it. But, you know, playmakers, you know, step up and make plays and, that's sometimes the you know the outcomes of you know trying to trying to help your team out. Yeah, makes sense, man. Uh, yeah, like I said, man, you hit on a good point, man. And playmakers gonna always try to make plays, man. I know they always say, man. I know uh, a lot of coaches always tell the skill players, man, don't reach out for the pylon when you about to score unless right. it's the end of the game, end of the half, or like you just gotta have it. Any right. if we have the opportunity to play number down, don't reach the ball out, man. Just play the next right. down because that's a potential fumble or ball going to the back of the end zone. All this type of stuff that could happen, man. It could be prevented if we just play smart football. And right. I feel like, man, you guys are playing smart football. It's just that unnecessary, man. Just not, I'm saying, being detailed on the the clawing the ball, man. I heard that talk about that last week on. Um, on college football game day about clawing the ball, man. Guys are literally – these running backs are being taught to really claw it, man, and tuck it tight to their ribs, man. And, and when they get the ball, to put it away, man. Don't just keep it out front for the defender to poke it back out. And, um, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're teaching all that during the week, man. But I realize that has been a trend, man, a pattern every week, man. The balls keep hitting the ground. Man, for you guys, man, yeah, that was a great feeling, man. What was the message outside of the – um after the game, post-game from locks or – Later on the team, what was the what was the message like uh, post game after y'all get that big victory? Shout out to the kicker man making that uh amazing kick man to give y'all the opportunity to even win that game. For sure, uh, definitely. So the message was like, you know, congratulations on the win. Of course, it's not it's not easy to win, especially on the road. But uh, you know, there was a lot of things that we can work on, a lot of things that we can clean up, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, just going into next week, the execution has to be better. Uh, I mean, you get away with, with some stuff, but, you know, playing the, what, the number two team in the country, not going to get away with, you know, some turnovers or some missed assignments or some missed tackles, missed blocks. So uh, definitely, you know, the message, message was congratulations on the hard-fought win. But, uh, you know, we're going to get in this week, clean up some things, work on the fundamentals, and, and try to be a lot sharper going into the game this week. Yeah, man. Um, and now we better get into our last segment, man. Talking about the game this week, man. And um, 
it, it's a game, man, that 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 means a lot, man, because of simple fact it's the next one. And also yeah. because it's just Michigan, man. It's something about those guys, man, that they just feel like they so superior to everyone in the Big Ten and college football. They feel like they don't do no wrong. No one can beat us. We could turn the ball over a hundred times. We still gonna win. It just feel like they like I don't I, I rarely curse my podcast, but yeah, like they shit don't stay. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's like, y'all can be beat, bro. Y'all can be beat. Y'all been beat before. Y'all can be beat again. And I think we beat Michigan back last time I've ever beat Michigan. We only beat them one time my year there, and I think it was 2014. We went to the big house, beat them on, on the road. We were all white that year with the shell pride, those shell, all white shell helmets with the pride flag on it. But it was all white everything. And we ran the ball down a throat fourth quarter to win it, bro. I'm talking about we ran the locker room at that time and celebrated like no other, bro, because right. it was a big deal to beat Michigan then, bro. And that's when they had like Devin Gardner, um, which which is coming on my podcast uh, for my Friday show. Devin uh-huh. Gardner, he's actually uh, the, he used to play quarterback for Michigan. So it's about to be a battle on my show on Friday. <laughs> Y'all going to be able to tune in and listen to that. Um, you know what I'm saying? Devin Gardner played then. Now he's on now. He's a Fox analyst, so he does broadcasting Fox analyst work. He covers games. He actually covered a couple of y'all games earlier this year. Made him talked about it when he was in College Park. I think he covered uh the IU game and uh the Virginia game. He covered the Virginia game when y'all played Virginia, and uh, we talked about that. But um, yeah, he comes on, man. So we better have our little debate about the Michigan and Maryland thing here. But man, that, that was a great feeling, man. And um, and for me, man, that's probably one of the big. That when I asked that question earlier about what was your biggest memorable moment, man, in, in football, man, that was probably my biggest memorable moment. Besides getting drafted on draft day, getting that call was probably the biggest memorable moment. It was probably, yeah, beating Michigan in their house, bro, because we had no chance, bro. It was just us, bro. We was losing. We always been losing. It was like, when it's going to be us, bro? It was under Randy Etzo at the time. Locks is our offensive coordinator. wanted the head coach. And it was just like, bro, why not us, bro? Why, why we can't beat Michigan? We went on the road, and, and, and we did that. We beat them right then and there, bro, and, and we was able to say we beat Michigan. That's something I'm always going to say, bro. I beat y'all before, bro. I beat y'all before, bro. Like, I, I don't care. Tell LaJuan all you – I beat you guys, and I played with Ted LaJuan when I was in Tennessee with the Titans. We was always talking – Maryland guys, bro, y'all suck, bro. Like, y'all the worst player – play, man, y'all shouldn't even be in our conference, bro. Like, like what, what, I'm like, what, bro? I, we beat y'all, bro. Like, we beat y'all one year. The rest of this, yeah, it's not a lot to talk about. You know what I mean? It's not a lot to talk about. But, uh, man, I'm going to keep my head high on that one win. You know what I mean? I'm one of those guys. But all jokes aside, man, it's a big game this week, man, and I think it's pivotal, man, that it starts in the trenches. Man, what what, what is your mindset like coming into this game, man? Um, I'm pretty sure you saw Michigan for for two years now. You saw Michigan. It's your third time seeing them now. Man, like what is your mindset this third time I go around, man, as far as – the way you look at this team, the way you want to approach this team, your matchup, like what is your mindset like? Uh, you know, the, the mindset is we know it's gonna be a dog fight. We know it's not gonna be easy by any means. We know we know it's gonna gonna be a grinder game, but uh, you know, we feel like if we come in and execute how we know we can, uh, how we kind of were early in the season, uh, if we come out do that, execute. Like I said earlier, not worry about who's in front of us, what they're going to do. Just go out and play our our ball, play with our rules and our techniques. Uh, we feel like we we know you know we have a we have a great chance of doing something really special. Uh, like yep. I said, I'm one of those guys who who've been here, who I can't say I'll be missing it yet, and I really want to. <laughs> so, you know, I hey, feel like <laughs> y'all beat a lot of people that I can't say I beat. So it's all good, <laughs> right? <laughs> But, uh, 
you know, we definitely feel like, you know, we're, we have a chance to do so. Uh, you know, like a lot of the outside noise, we know that doesn't matter. Uh, the only people that really uh, believe in us are the people who, who, who witnessing the work and the people putting in the work, you know, and a lot of other people, they're going to, you know, be with Michigan, but we know, we know that the work we put in this week, what we do every day, uh, how we prepare, how we eat, sleep, all that is going to go play a factor in this game. And uh, I feel like everybody is on the same page as me. Is like, let's take this serious. This is the biggest game right now because it's the next one. So we're going to go out and try to execute, uh, you know, do everything. You know, it's not going to be perfect, but do everything, you know, as perfect as possible to try to come out with the, with the win. 100%. And I can tell you right now, bro, I don't know. I haven't watched Michigan game plan. don't know nothing about Michigan, bro. I guarantee I will literally bet my life depending on this, bro. They're going to do a fake punt. They're going to do a flea flicker. They're going to do some type of trick play. I promise you. I promise you, bro. Remember I told you this. I don't – bro, I'm not there with locks. I don't know what y'all talking about. Your team means. I don't know what y'all going over. They're going to do a trick play. Why? Yeah. Because they've done it all. They, they, bro, I don't know. Maybe it was just us. But they've done a trick play on us every year, bro. Every year. Fake, we're having like 30 to 18. They do a fake punt. They're running for 30 yards. We almost down a touchdown. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, they do a flea flicker. You know what I'm saying? Third down, they think about it, just run the ball. They flea flicker, throw it down, deep ball, touchdown. It's yeah. always a trick play, bro. Like reverses, bro. Like I promise you. A trick play is coming, bro. I promise you. I promise you, bro. That's just Michigan, bro. They just they just low down like that, bro. They're low <laughs> down like that, bro. Like they're gonna they're just not gonna punt the ball off easy, bro. Like they're gonna do some type <laughs> fancy trickery, like like bro. I promise you, bro. But <laughs> man, man, I mean, yeah, you have two good good defensive ends, man. They got um Stewart and Harold, man. Harold, I think his name is Harold and Stewart. Man, which one? Which one? Which one would be playing uh, left defensive man? Which one would be over top of you, Harold or Stewart? Uh, I think they do like a field boundary type of deal. So okay. I end up seeing, okay. I end up seeing both, see both of them. Yeah, man, both of those guys coming in hot, man. Both of those guys coming in about five sacks this year, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good matchup, man, between you guys, man. And and I'm confident, in my guys, man. I'm confident in you guys up front. Definitely you, man, as one of the older guys, man, and to get it done, man. And um. I mean, hey, every play not gonna be perfect, man. What is one? What's one uh, out of all your playing career, man? What's one of the? What's one of the craziest sacks you ever gave up, bro? In college football. <laughs> oh, Let me think. Uh... <laughs> one of the ones you were just like, oh my gosh, bro! Like, I can't believe this is happening to me, bro. Like, you know, the crowd get crazy, bro, and you see the quarterback right. on the ground, you know that you caused that, bro. You like, ah. Oh. Right. Bro, uh, let, let me start it off. I'll tell you mine. <laughs> it's my junior year, bro. It's my junior year, bro. I'm hot. I'm like, oh, I'm coming out early. Oh, uh, I already went through I already went through Joey Bosa early on. Now I got the baby brother, Nick Bosa. Let's go. Right. Man. Yeah, Chase Young on the other side. Uh, um and Nick Bosa, man, we're on a roll. Right. We're on a roll to Ohio State, man. You know how I get, you know, it get loud in the horseshoe, bro. It gets loud. It's third down, bro. We just implemented the, the silent cadence thing. So it's like, as a tackle, bro, like, people don't understand this, bro. As a tackle, bro, you have the helmet on, crowd's going crazy. You can't hear you on the silent cane. My opponent's here, but the ball is here. It's right. almost, I'm at a disadvantage right now because it's like, even I move when he moves and he could trick me. He could jump outside uh -huh. and I jump and the ball never moved. Or right. I can look here and say go, and soon I move, he's already gone, and it's right. like I'm trying to find him. So it's uh -huh. just like almost was one of those tough situations. But in this case, it's a little different. I'm looking at him, 
hear the ball snaps. I Ooh. never hear the ball snap, or I never feel my guy move. Uh-huh. And he beats me off the ball, bro. And I'm talking about, bro, I'm chasing his hip, trying to run around the pocket. Man, we, we backed up. We are backed up, bro. I'm pushing him around the pocket, bro. We, we were playing like a red shirt freshman or sophomore, Max Borton Slogger. He was like scared for his lifeline quarterback that day. And I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, we, we, we trying to pump ourselves up, bro. And first third down the game, I give up a strip sack. I'm trying to mm. run around the park. Imagine the, the camera's been following me and Nick Bosa all day. Home ups, they follow me like, oh, draft prospect D Gray. Well, draft prospect Nick Bosa. Who gonna win this matchup? First play, I give a fucking strip sack. And I'm running around the pocket, and I see Nick. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, step up, step up, step up. He steps up, but he can't step up because the center got caved back. Then the right tackle got caved in by Chase Young. And I'm like, bro, it was like a whole cluster, you know what? And it's like, uh-huh. but my guy had to tip. He didn't hit Max. He just tipped the ball out, and their linebacker picked it up and scored, bro. He ran like 20 yards score. And I was just on the sideline like, I don't want to play no more, bro. Like, I- I'm done. I'm done, bro. Like, this is the most unbelievable shit in my life. I never, ever felt this before, bro. Like, you know what I mean? It was, it was, like, it was like one of those things, like, bro, it-, it was just hard to watch or hard to even hear that everyone's cheering that you just made a mistake, bro. Like, and I was right. like, bro. And after that game, it was no more Nick Bosa. He it, it was quiet. It was no more. It was it, it was shut. It was shut down city for him. Cause I, uh-huh. I had. A, I was like, I, that was the, that was like one of the moments you say, not starting off fast. Like waiting on him to swing first. I waited mm-hmm. for him to swing first because of Nick Bosa. We talking about all the moves. Talking about his get off he got, and it was like, okay, who cares? Like, and I get to the game. It's like, oh shit, this is for real. Go right. and he's beating me. And I'm like, oh no no no, boop bubble. And they go pick it up. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, let's go. So that was mine, bro. That's probably one of the craziest, embarrassing thing to see on Twitter. Bosa smokes gray. I was like, okay, bro. Okay, bro. De- deactivate, deactivate, deactivate my Twitter. I'm done with this, bro. <laughs> uh, let me see. I'll probably be like, uh, I never had nothing too crazy happen, but I, I guess mine would be uh, we played Penn State and one of their edge rushers, he used to play here. And uh, so, like, like, this was last year. I was a uh, right tackle. They have like our receivers or whatnot, they used to have like a little like dance they used to do when they used to score. So we at Penn State is loud. It's like a two minute drive before the half. Uh, I think it's like third down or something. So it's loud. I can barely hear the clap or anything. So I'm kind of like <laughs> trying to peek at the ball, peek at the peek at him, like you said, that type of deal. And then I sit. And like I, it was more of like a vertical set, but somehow he found a way to rip underneath me, and I'm like, oh man! So like, <laughs> I try to turn and run, and then me and him <laughs> run to the quarterback, to the quarterback together. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, and he, you know, he started doing the dance that our receivers be doing. Yeah, I'm like, so he went here, he did a dance, and he got a sack all in like one sequence. So oh like, my gosh, bro. Man, I ain't gonna never let that one down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, but, but that's the thing you gotta love about sports, man. These are things you're gonna live on forever, man. You're gonna laugh about it, bro. It's like it, it's crazy. I still go to Nick Bosa page and I still he still has that picture on his page beating me, bro. I'm like, delete this, bro. Like, for real, right. delete this. I want smoke over this, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, for real, bro. I want some smoke over this, bro. But um, but uh, man, that, but football's fun, man. You gonna build, you gonna build so many relationships through the ball, man. And uh, you gonna win some, you gonna lose some. Uh, uh, I've always prided myself I'm winning more than I lose. I promise you that. <laughs> and um, but yeah, man. Uh, dang, man, it's a big week, man. I'm so fired up for you guys, man. They go play Michigan, man. It's just, 
because all these guys in my ear, y'all Terps going to go down, Terps this, Terps. I'm like, all right, bro, we will show y'all, right. bro. Like, no four weeks, bro, was a wake-up call, bro. Like, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Man, we got my boy Dante back with two interceptions in one game. I'm like, okay, let me put my trader shirt on, man. Like, got me a nice little trader shirt, man. Uh, man, by the way, speaking of that, man, shout out to NIL, man. How, how big is NIL? So your first year in Maryland, was NIL there? Was NIL available at the time? I don't think so, right? Because he's at Gaza still, so it was no NIL. The second year NIL came. Man, how big has NIL been, man? How, how, how life changes has that been? I mean, of course, I know you're probably not saying that much because your O-line, we don't get no love. It's all Talia. Right. I promise you, Talia's probably <laughs> making all the NIL money. But uh, yeah. how life changes that, man, to be able to at least just go to the club and get a free bottle or go to, I don't know, the gym and get a free membership or whatever the case might be and don't have to worry about Damon Evans saying, hey, bro, like, hey, you know that's uh, illegal, bro. We can spend you for right. a year. Right. <laughs> I had that happen in college. <laughs> 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 I can't even go to the club for my birthday, bro, and get a free bottle. I mean, hey, oh, hey, they just put my name with a picture, bro. Relax, cool it down, guys. I, mean, I didn't even drink the bottle, I just accepted the free entry. Come on, guys, chill out. <laughs> and I, I wish it was around back then, boy. I swear to God. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, it was like, it's definitely life changing. Like, I feel like it's something that should have been implemented a, a little minute ago. Like, you know, just to be, you know, to make money off of like your name, like your play, like playing, uh, why not? Like, why wouldn't you be allowed to? Like, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So, I definitely I mean, feel guys, like it's a, uh, I mean, God, I mean, like, like guys, like, oh, we still waiting on our money from NCAA 2014. Where's right. our money, EA, bro? That's like, yeah. I mean, yeah, they had like a weird, like, generic picture of me, you know what I mean? I say <laughs> freshman. I'm like, bro, I need that. Run that up. But go ahead, what you right. say? Yeah, but no, like I was saying, I feel like it's a, it's a great change. Like it's something that needed to happen. Uh, it was going to happen sooner sooner than later. So uh, I feel like it's something that needed to happen. It's great that it's happened. And yeah, man. I mean, you know, like you said, it's different for different guys. But you know, just to be able to get you know this and that or whatnot here and there is definitely something you know that I feel like has helped uh, the game. No, for sure, man. I think that's 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 been pivotal, man. College athletes, man. Give you give you one stability, man. Get being able to keep up with rent. Cause I know back then in college, boy, everybody on our team was behind the rent. At the view <laughs> and varsity, bro, I promise you, I don't understand how they don't have another building that's connected to it. Like varsity times two, how much money they made them back up rent. Bro, I'm talking about bro, people going to court. <laughs> people have all types of issues with the view and the varsity, bro. Like the view and the varsity still up. Yeah, they are. Oh mm-hmm. man, bro! Oh, bro, the view in the varsity, man. I was like, man, let's talk. First of all, let's talk about the campus parking, bro. What do you think about campus parking, bro? Like, like those suck or it suck, bro? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I answer for you. Sucks. It definitely do, man. Like, I you like, know I where to park. Like a little, a little reserved parking spot for the football player. You know what I mean? Hey, bro, 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 bro. Now that Gossett is gone, bro, you had experience it one year. I don't know if you had a car your freshman year, but I had to sit up for this one. And by the way, that's you back there. But, uh, bro, I had to sit up, bro, for, for this, bro. Bro, do you remember that parking lot of Gossett, bro, at the bottom? Uh-huh. You know, you had to come through the Stamp Student Union, get your little food before practice, come down the hill, walk, bro. Imagine your car might be parked all the way on the north side somewhere or on the south side campus somewhere, somewhere ducked off just not to get a parking ticket. You right. had to travel all the way across the campus just to come to practice, be sore leaving practice, to go all the way around, go all the way to the opposite side just for the coaches to walk out and walk right into their car. And they ain't done nothing <laughs> all day. Bro, right. how BS was that, bro? Like, I always nah, say, bro, like, 
I mean, Kevin Glover used to get on me all the time about parking down the bottom, bro. I mean, I told my car bike twice. So, I mean, I used to be in class. Hey, bro, D, your car, your, your counter is getting towed away right now. I seen it going down Stamps to Union here. I'm like, bro, what? Like, bro, why y'all ain't stopping, bro? Like, throw some, <laughs> throw some, uh, throw some spikes out or something, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, bro, I'm talking about the parking used to be so trash, bro. I never understood why the why the coaches parked down at the facility and we had to park God knows where, wherever, like wherever we could find a spot. And still get a ticket somewhere. Like it was crazy, bro. And they still drive around them little in the little small little pickup trucks with the little little eyes on the side. Uh-huh. Yeah. That yeah. They, they are a mob. If you know that they are they yeah. are a mob. There is a mafia, yeah, bro. They are out to get tickets, bro. And they're gonna <laughs> pound your joint if you don't. If you have 20 or more outstanding tickets, I was a victim of that. They want to put your automatic t- automatic toll list every time they see if you pay the me, they still gonna take it, bro. Uh-huh. I couldn't even, bro. I couldn't even go to Stamps Student Union and get some food, bro. Chick Fil A, you know how long Chick Fil A get crazy around twelve o'clock when everybody yeah. got that one o'clock cat. Everybody's just trying to chill for an hour, mango, chill, blah blah yeah. blah. And before you know it, my car is on the way down to the impoundment again. I'm like, bro, I'm just trying to get some fries, my guy. I'm just trying to get some fries. Like, I'm like, chill, bro. Like, I wasn't going to class anyway, but chill. <laughs> nah, bro, man. Maryland was a great time, bro. Maryland was so fun, man. It was fun, dog. That, man. You had that red shirt junior year, man. And that was so funny because you had the year where it was kind of crucial for me. It was I was I was at the same type of red shirt junior year, basically the year. It was a lot waiting on my shoulders, man. It was a lot waiting on your shoulders, probably because let's be real, let's call it what it is. You had the opportunity to leave if you want. You know what I mean? You had the opportunity to to move on and go play professional football if this if you choose. You know what I mean? But of course, you know what I'm saying? It's about being smart, making the right decision. Um right now, where's your head at right now? Man, I seen one of you guys, uh, what's his name? Chamber Chambers Chambers, uh-huh. Chambers man declared early man he's already put his put 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 his foot in I'm, I'm out I'm, I'm gonna support you guys but I'm about to get my body up ready this little message getting his body mental together and, and get ready to go be a professional so mm-hmm. man my question is where's your mind that man's a redshirt junior with the opportunity to leave no you don't have to leave no I mean hey my thing is if you ain't got a like Kevin Glover's gonna tell you this too if you ain't got a first or second round grade or even a third round grade Go by to school. So right. where where's your mind at right now as far as this opportunity? Because you have guys that I've known personally, I would say that after you talk about yours, that didn't give a damn either where it went. <laughs> and he's on Sundays right now playing. Uh-huh. And everyone uh-huh. laughed at him about it. All right. But definitely, like you said, uh, just trying to, you know, ball out for these last couple of games. Uh, you know, talk to people, see what see what's, you know, what's being said, and then just trying to really, I guess, talk with my family and see, you know, how to handle it from there. So, yep. know, definitely not trying to rush, trying to take my time, just ball out these last couple of games and then see what happens. Yeah. No, for sure, man. I think that's most important, man, is focus on ball. The rest going to come, man. The rest of it is going to come, man, as far as the agents and all that. I don't know if you have an agent now, but, hey, it's crazy. You can have an agent now in college. It's, it's fucking yeah, it's wild to me, bro. It's freaking wild. I never cussed, but damn, I get fired up by my old line becoming on man, and, and you can have an agent right now, bro. Like that's unheard of, bro. But nil man has changed the game, bro. You can have whatever you want, bro. You can have a million dollar guy in your corner doing whatever he wants for you, bro. Like uh-huh. it, it's crazy, man. Because uh, I think I saw like uh, Shador Sanders, like his car had a boot on it, but it's a Rolls Royce. I'm like, bro. <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> that looks crazy, bro. Like you know what I mean? Like, like, like football has changed, bro. Like it's it's changed drastically. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Uh, but back to the story, I said it was a guy, man, named J.C. Jackson. Man, I uh-huh. take my head off to this guy, man. My dog, man, 
bro, I'm gonna have him on the show one one of these games, one of these games before the season end. Man, a guy that didn't give two effing nothing about what people thought, man. I remember this true story with the academic center, man. I don't know if it was Aaron or who it was, man, at the time back then, man. Uh, we were sitting in there, man, and I was like, man, let me get my grade back, put my little grade sheet in. She's like, am I come back? Uh, I think DJ put his in, Darnell Savage put his in. And JC was like, I ain't put mine in. I ain't put mine in because, man, I don't care. I got a jit on the way. He's from Florida. He said, I got a jit on the way, and I'm going to, I'm going to go take somebody's spot, and I'm better be a star. They don't even matter if I get drafted or not. And everybody was like, bro, hi, bro. I hate you, bro. And he did exactly that. He got he got undrafted, picked up by the Patriots, and took someone start took someone spot. And him and Stephon Gilmore was a book in corners. Those guys played all year, and eventually he played so well that Stephon Gilmore out, mm-hmm. and now he was a primary guy. You know what I mean? But that that that's a that's a prime example, man, of a guy that man just better on himself, man. And uh, I would say that for you, man. I mean, you gonna have a lot of people in your ear. A lot of people say, man, DJ, you should go. A lot of people say, DJ, you should stay. Man, you know, man, you could bet on yourself, dog. Be smart about your decision and make sure you really pay attention to what's going on in front of you before you just make the decision to opt out. Because once you opt out, you can't opt back in, brother. That paper is done. You can finish the school, but everything else is done, my brother. But um, football-wise, but, man, make sure you be smart, man, and make sure you have things in line before you make that decision, man, because it's going to be life-changing, man. It's going to be – because once you opt out, bro, it's time. It's go time. Cause ain't really know, it's gonna be the longest rookie year of your life, bro. I promise you that. Come for me, hey, me. I mean, from from training to the combine, from visits, training, pro day, visits, training, draft, mini camp, rookie mini camp, OTAs, a, a month and a half break, uh, training camp. Hope we don't get cut. And then uh, the regular season, trying to stay healthy. Eighteen weeks playoffs if you make it, and then you're done in February. Bro, I'm talking about, bro, nonstop, bro. You're going to hit a wall. And, hey, I did it. <laughs> wall, bro, you're going to be like, Pouncy, Rockersburg, somebody help me. <laughs> like, I'm dying. Yeah, you know uh-huh. I mean, and uh, it's so fun to see Spencer in Pittsburgh, man. I was like, look at this guy, man. They, 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 they love our Stiller guys. They still love our Maryland guys, bro. Look at Tom, uh-huh. man. Shout out to little Dino that was there, too. But, uh, uh-huh. but yeah, man, hey. This is a great episode, bro. I can talk to you all day, man. But, man, I'm going to make sure I try to get up there, man, connect with you, bro. See you in person, man. Tap in with you, man. Uh, got to come see my boys, man. You, Dante, man, Littleton, man. Y'all boys been on the show, man. I got to come tap in with y'all, man. But, uh, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. appreciate you a lot, dog. Yes, sir, man. Thank you for having me, man. It was definitely great. Y'all, for sure, man. Be safe, man. Most importantly, man, get some rest, man. We got to take care of business this week, man. We gotta, I got to get something to talk about. Come on, man. Give me something to talk about, man. Come on, man. All right, DJ, man. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, enjoy the rest of the week, man. I appreciate it. For sure. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. Once again, happy hump day, man. Just had my boy DJ Glaze on the show, man. And, uh, man, I'm so excited, man, for you guys to actually see this game this weekend. I'm excited to see, most importantly, man, see my guys go out there and shut them down, man. And uh, just quiet all the noise, man. All these, like you said, man, all these guys out here talking about what Maryland can't do, little old Maryland. Man, that's, that's stop, man. That's stop, man. Yes, Maryland went through a, a four-game losing streak, but things has changed, man, and these guys will continue to fight. They have all the pieces they need led by Talia, man, and the guys up front, man, and that defense is playing strong, man. Dante, all those guys, man. I'm excited to see these guys come out this weekend, man, and get another win, man, to improve their record, man, to get that seven win. We're not just trying to be bold, we trying to crush it, man. We're trying to get the best game we could possibly get. 
And I think those guys are doing that, man. I appreciate y'all rocking in, man. Happy hump day, man. Finish the week strong. Peace.